Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Well, we are going to another Tide House this week on Urban Spelunking. It's smack dab in the middle of downtown Milwaukee. And this was once a Miller Tide House. It was just like beautifully detailed with this big turret on the front, some really cool uh, stonework and craftsmanship. So this building is known as the Miller Cafe. It's on Water and Mason Street, Bobby, right in downtown, uh, right across from City Hall. Yeah, and we should probably remind people what a Tide House was. They were made illegal by prohibition, so they don't exist anymore. But they came from an old English tradition where uh, breweries would build a saloon and then lease it out to an operator who would run it, but would only sell that brewery's beer. And often the, the insides were decorated, like the chairs would have the brewery logo and all the glassware had the brewery logo and all the signs inside were for the brewery. It was basically a way for a brewery to guarantee um, that it had sort of high traffic, high profile saloons that sold only their beer. Yeah, these tight houses were always in, in pretty prominent locations like on corners and things, right? They're usually pretty uh, ornate as well from the outside, eye-catching buildings. Yeah, so it, you know, it's a three-story building and it had, um, and if you look at it now, you can still sort of see where where the arched windows were and it had um, detailed work along the roof line. Uh, they used to have bay windows that stuck out. Those were removed. It had a turret over the main entrance on the corner. There were big keystones over the arches um, in the windows. It just looked like a really pretty kind of lavish building and it was such a nice building that the architects of the building uh wolf and ewers who were miller's kind of preferred tide house architects uh put their own office in the building <laughs> if you can see oh, one, really? of pictures, wow. one of the pictures in the story you can see on the second floor that their names are painted on the windows upstairs <laughs> so got the architects stamp of approval offices so nice they wanted to go there themselves Exactly. Right. If folks are kind of struggling to picture where this is, uh, it's on Water and Mason, like we said. This was um, this was a taco place recently. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was Brugger's Bagels in downtown Milwaukee, which was which was there for quite some time. Yeah, that was there for a number of years, right? So, what happened? The building today does not look like it did back then. Uh, we said, you know, these really beautiful details only lasted about 15, 16 years. So, why did they take down this turret and some of the other really? noticeable things. Miller ended up selling the building in 1920 when Prohibition came in. Um, Mm. And after a little while, um, it was for a little while, it was used as still as a restaurant, but not for very long after that. And my guess is the new owners, you know, probably since it was going to become more of sort of an office and retail building, maybe wanted something that looked a little less, I'm not going to say garish because I don't think it was garish, but I mean, they might've wanted something that looked a little less um maybe tavern like yeah maybe a little less saloon like um yeah and because they didn't you know i mean it was too soon for the for it to be crumbling you know like a lot of times now when people take turrets and things like that off buildings it's because they're 100 years old they haven't been taken care of that kind of thing but this was it was built in 1904 and by about 1920 they took that stuff off so um it doesn't seem likely that that was the issue well, one of the coolest things about this story, Bobby, was these incredible photos that you found. You always find some really cool photos to go with your stories, but if you want to take a look at downtown Milwaukee, what it looked like in the 19-teens, it's pretty cool to see City Hall, you know, just sitting there looking exactly like it does today, surrounded by, you know, just all this history, showing Water Street and showing 
what the what the city of Milwaukee looked like around this building. We're going to talk more about that next on Urban Spelunking. Radio Milwaukee is on a mission. And if you're here to discover new perspectives on music in Milwaukee, then you're on a mission too. Join today to support the programming you love. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org and click the orange heart. And we're back in downtown Milwaukee on Urban Spelunking at Water and Mason Street inside what is known as the uh, the Miller Cafe. This is on uh, right across the street from, from, the, from City Hall, so super prominent location. And I just love the photos, Bobby, that you found in your research for this because it lets you really take a look at, at this, you know, downtown Milwaukee. It looks a lot like it does today in some ways, and then in other ways, it looks nothing like it does today. So how did you source these photos? Well, that's the perfect description of the building itself, right? I mean, because it looks sort of like a building we see downtown today, but also looks, even though it's the same building, sort of nothing like the, <laughs> the building that's down there. And actually, the, the photo that I got from Miller, uh, which is the first photo in the story, um, taken in 1905, the year after it opened, was really kind of what got me interested in it. The fact that I my office is right across the street from there, so I'd see it every day. And to see how it used to look and how it had changed was really kind of interesting to me. But then also, when I was doing some research with the city, I found a few photos that they had in their archive, which was interesting because that gave me some views, early views of how it looked after it had been changed. So that was kind of interesting to see. Um, and then the public library had some great photos that I really liked because they showed what that corner looked like before this building was built. Because before that, there was another, at least one other building um, down there. And that had been home to um, a well-known printing company at the time. Uh, before Harry W. Schwartz was sort of the best-known bookseller in Milwaukee, C.N. Casper was the best-known bookseller and had been around for decades and decades. And they were in that spot for a while. Um, so it was fun to kind of see these pictures, yeah. A lot of tenants, a lot of businesses over the years. Yeah. And uh, if you look at the two photos of uh, looking north on Water Street towards City Hall, uh, the first one shows the old City Hall, which I think was interesting. It's a photo from the 1870s. Um, and what's kind of cool is in the foreground, you can see an, uh, a giant sign that looks like a beer stein. It says L. Wagner on it. And I just, I like looking at the details of those and the photos, you know, because your eye goes right to City Hall, but there's all this other kind of cool detail if you look. And then the one just below it from the late 1890s shows the new, the, you know, the current City Hall, um, which was built in the 1890s. But then there's all kinds of action on the street. If you look, there's just tons of people on the sidewalk, on both sides of the sidewalk. And in the very foreground of the picture, there's kind of a shadowy, figure it looks like a kid maybe sitting on a on a fire hydrant or a box or something maybe he was like a shoe shine boy sitting on his box it's just kind of interesting oh and the kid next to him has a really frilly white shirt on that you can't can't possibly imagine like a 10 year old boy wearing now <laughs> it's you know funny. and that's the coolest that's the coolest thing about these old photos too is when you get people in them and you yeah. can really get this like personal view of what downtown milwaukee looked like and these signs that were there and these brands that were, you know, on these marquees overlooking the street. And uh, it looks like the looks like the street was was that like cobblestone was, you know, like was the, you know, the pavement different at that time? Oh, yeah, definitely. It looks like it's dirt in the 1870s photo. There's sidewalks, but the street itself looks dirt. 
Oh yeah, and there's then, like little footprints from the horses. Yeah, absolutely. Right, it's and it's kind of hard to tell what's going on in the 1890s photo. It just looks very dark. But then there's a 1914 photo that looks like maybe it is cobblestones at that point, and that's interesting because by the 1914 uh, photo, that's basically the same view as those other two photos. Almost all of the buildings have changed. Like almost everything that had been there has been replaced with taller buildings, which I think is interesting because we often think of the old buildings that are downtown now as being there forever. But many of those old buildings replaced even older buildings. Right. Yeah. It does make you wonder like if, if Milwaukee, it makes me wonder at least like what would Milwaukee be like if, if all those things didn't change and if it still looked like it did in these photos yeah. It's, it's just kind of a fun 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 thing to think about about man uh, the city used to look so different but you still recognize it when you look at these old photos. Yeah, right. There's always something about it that you know that you can recognize because there's always something that seems to have survived. All right, so I got to ask you Bobby about this Milwaukee Press Club. Oh, and yeah. I, I read I, I read this in your story. So, for journalists in the city, the Milwaukee Press Club is is uh, an important organization keeps us uh, motivated and gathering throughout the year and they have this it's kind of a quirky like they have kind of a uh like a sense of humor in everything they do and they've been you know in milwaukee active here for uh how long like more than a century right oh yeah yeah i don't know i don't remember how long but definitely more than a century so the press club was located inside this this uh, miller cafe building briefly and it was there for 10 <laughs> years this yeah. Yeah, so I guess maybe not so briefly in the whole history, but the uh, this connection to this sacred mummified cat. Yes, you got to tell me the story about this mummified cat. And if you go to the press club now, you can see the mummified cat on display still on the press club on uh, on Well Street, right around the corner from this. Um, and I don't know; it's just like there's so I don't remember where it came from, but it's some sort of you know good luck talisman or something for the club. Um, and it's interesting that it's it's sort of come with them for decades, you know? And, and uh, so they had been one of the first tenants in this building when it opened in 1904. And in the 1914, they moved to a new building down the block called the young building, which was built by the young uh, brewery people. And um, that building is gone now, but um, it was funny because when they moved, they had a, a big ceremony and they paraded the cat down the street from the old place to the new place. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. It says, um, here, let me let me just read some of this. It says, you to whom her name is sacred, newspaper men of past and present, you who escorted her with fitting pomp and ceremony to her present temple 10 years ago, uh, and you who have come but recently to the shrine that was builded by the hands of your predecessors are now called to attend Anubis upon her second pilgrimage. So apparently she was when she was moved into the Miller Cafe, that was her first pilgrimage from their previous home. And then this one to the Young Building was going to be her second pilgrimage. The time is at 7 p.m. at sunset on Saturday, the 17th day of the current month. The place, the old Milwaukee Press Club rooms at 437 East Water Street. The occasion, the Hajira of the Sacred Cat, with all fitting pomp and ceremony to the new quarters on the eighth floor of the Young Building, where articles of good cheer will await the guardians of Anubis at the end of their pilgrimage. Anubis, of course, is the cat. <laughs> and all these years later, 100 and, 104 years after this, 106 years after Anubis moved to that young building, you can still go see Anubis uh, at the press club even today. And so it's that it's the same mummified cat Pre after all these years. That's what they say. 
unless they're tricking us. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely check out the photos and Bobby's complete story. As always, we've got a link to that to on Milwaukee right here on this page. Anywhere you find your podcast, we'll be sure to link to that on Milwaukee story. Some some really really cool photos to check out. Plus, more about that mummified cat, <laughs> Anubis. <laughs> and the, and the, that's right. And the complete story as written by Bobby Tanzillo. Podcasts in 88.9 are produced by uh, me this week. Kenny Perez has the week off. Got my doing the own doing my own editing here. Bobby. Double duty. Uh, we get that's right. We get handcrafted Sonic inspiration from the License Lab, and we receive support from our members as well as from On Milwaukee. Asking for you to uh, take just a moment and rate and review this podcast. It helps us get the word out to more folks. And while you're here, subscribe to this podcast and all of 88.9's podcasts right here where you're listening to it or at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcast. Next week on Urban Spelunking, Bobby, we're talking about... The Telenews Theater. Telenews. Let's give them a, let's give the folks a little tease of what we got coming up next week. What is the Telenews Theater? So the Telenews Theater was an all newsreel movie theater that was on 3rd in Wisconsin downtown, uh, which was an interesting approach to a movie theater, don't you think? They showed news. They showed some other stuff. But it was like when you think about those old newsreels, like this is a spot where you saw them in Milwaukee. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk about that next week on Urban Spelunking. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We'll talk to you then. See you, Nate. See you, Bobby.